At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Donald Trump's social media platform is called Truth Social because truth is one of the most important things to him. If Joe Biden had a social media platform, he'd probably call it Ice Cream Social for the exact same reason. <laughs> what, what, what's up? This is Mark K. Saves the Republic, and I'm so glad that you decided to join me one, once again. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This guy in ice cream, you know, stereo, I always say stereotypes come from somewhere. It's like people, you know, they always say, uh, they always say, you know, um, for example, why are bald guys so sexy, you know, or bald guys are sexy, whatever it is. That's a stereotype that comes from somewhere. I'm, I'm not going to try to speculate where that stereotype comes from, but it's true. And, um, and you know, and, and this is the same thing. Joe Biden's stereotype is dumb guy in denial, lying about everything, eating ice cream. And Joe Biden was out again this weekend doing the exact same thing that everybody stereotypes him as doing. Dumb guy, totally, uh, you know, lying about everything, totally oblivious to what's actually happening in the world and eating ice cream. He was eating a big ice cream cone and I, I have the audio, but it's really bad and nobody really wants to hear this guy talk anyway. So just take my word for it. Somebody asked him about the economy and he said, our economy is strong as hell. And I don't know if he meant that literally like hell is the worst place in the world to be. So our economy is all is kind of like that. I'm thinking that's where he was going. I maybe, you know, he meant like strong as hell the way people used to say strong as hell. But I think no, I think nowadays it's literally a hellacious economic environment that we're in with inflation, with uh gas prices, with the uh, you know, the um value of all of your ma major investments, including your home and any property you may own, all just plummeting. All just plummeting. Why they're why, either by accident because of the uh, the horrible policies of the Democrats or totally by design, as a lot of people believe. A lot of people believe Joe Biden and the Democrats and a lot of other folks really want an economic decline, not just here in the United States, but globally so they can come in and take it over. And well, if that's the, you know, if that's the case, mission accomplished, you are well on your way, tyrants. You are well on your way, despicable people, evil doers and, and league of, league of uh of super criminal masterminds it's your good job man you are you got the right guy 
you got the right guy in charge. So Joe Biden's like, he's licking his cream, his ice cream off of his cone. And he's talking about how bad the economy is. And he's either, again, delusional or just lying. I kind of think he's lying. And the problem with Joe Biden lying is that, you know, and again, I'm not going to say I've never lied in my life because, well, that would be ironic because that would be a lie. But when, when I lie or when you lie or when someone else lies, typically you try to lie in a way where you're not going to be able to be found out. Typically, if, if you lie, like, um, you know, okay. So for example, we have this thing on, we have this thing on a, on our phone. Now my family, because my son drives and their kids are in school, it's called life 360. Okay. And in the life, it's an app and everybody's linked together. And it basically tells you where everyone is at every, at every moment of the day. I can go on. I can see where everyone is. If they're driving, I can see if they're where they're driving, how fast they're driving. Uh, there's crash detection. And so if somebody gets into a crash, it lets me know so I can, I can contact them. Anyway, it's pretty cool. And, uh, and what happens is though, I realize now my family can track me wherever I am. So like, you know, maybe, and I'm not saying I ever did this, but maybe like two, three years ago, uh, I, you know, my wife would be like, Hey, when are you coming back from work? And I'd be like, Oh, I got to work late. But really I'd be down at the poker room for a couple hours, you know, playing poker. Nowadays I can't do that. Cause I'd be like, Hey, I'm working late. And she would look at the app and see that my car's parked at best bet. And she'd be like, Oh, you're working late at the poker room. So, so that kind of like, you know, that kind of like spoiled the fun or like for lunch, she'd be like, what'd you get for lunch? And I'd be like, Oh, I got a salad. You know, I just went and got a salad with some, with some plain grilled chicken on it. And then she'd look at the app and see, Oh, at five guys, burgers and fries. <laughs> so you know, that, anyway, so it just kind of ruined, it just changes. So now I don't, I mean, I, you can't lie anymore because you have to understand that there are things that people, I mean, I still lie, but not to my wife and about totally different things. Um, but you know, there, you have to make sure that there's no way for you to be found out. Joe Biden, I guess, doesn't realize what century we're living in. And he doesn't realize that when you lie, it's easy, especially about the economy. When you go out there and say our economy is strong as hell, there's a million people sitting in front of computers in various media outlets and media agencies and online and on Twitter. And there's amateurs doing it too. And they're all just ready to, to show the receipts and say, no, no, Mr. Ice cream licking president. No president. Jenny, the, uh, the, uh, the economy is not strong as hell. In fact, the economy is weak as hell and getting weaker. And a lot of it is because you made us energy dependent on places like Russia and Venezuela. It's because you, you, um, you know, manipulated our economy into, into, uh, you know, charging people more for gas so that they would try to switch to electric vehicles, which is ridiculous. It's because of all of these economic alliances we've created, you've destroyed. It's because you've made it harder for people to pay for everything. And in doing so, you forced the Fed to increase the uh, interest rate. And now, boom, look what's happening. The value of all of our real estate investments is plummeting and nobody can afford to get a house anymore. So thanks a lot for for well, really for nothing. Cause you suck at everything and it's very difficult, but he's just, he's old school, man. He thinks if he goes out there and lies, like it's 1974 when he first got to the Senate, nobody's going to know it until they read the paper in a week or two. That's how it used to work. What happened was politicians would lie on Tuesday and then it would get reported. The lie would be reported on Wednesday. And then on Thursday, somebody would go, wait a minute, I don't think that's true. So they'd spend the whole weekend, maybe the following week investigating, then they'd have to write up the story, then they'd have to get it approved. So like two weeks later, all of a sudden the story comes out and says, hey, two weeks ago, 
Senator Biden said this, and we found that that may not be true. And so then they go back to Senator Biden and say, what did you mean by that? And he tells another lie and the cycle goes back. I mean, it's just over and over again. So it took weeks, weeks for now. Joe Biden's at the ice cream store going, the economy's strong as hell. And within seconds, you've got people going, this guy's a liar. He's demented. He's old. He has no clue what's going on. He's out of touch with reality and he shouldn't be in charge of the country. And here's, here's 92 different ways that we know he's lying. Most importantly is the poll numbers. Uh, you know, the economy is, is very, it, the, the economy is very interesting because it's one of the few things that actually is, uh, that runs on emotion more so than actual practical application. For example, you know, the, I'm trying to think of a good other example, but for example, let's say, uh, let's say the border. Okay. You can look at the border and you can tell if our border is secure or insecure by how many people are coming over it illegally into the country. We've had 2 million this year. So that's an insecure border. If you have a couple hundred or a couple of thousand, you know, you're doing something right. And then if you catch those people and send them back, it's not a very emotional issue. You can look at the number and see if we're doing well or not. The, the economy is very emotional. And what happens is if the economy gets bad, emotionally people react and they make the economy even worse. And, and an example of that is people stockpiling, hoarding, people not investing their money, people saving. I mean, saving money, and this, is, this always throws people off when I say it, but the worst thing an economy can have is people saving money. Economies don't grow by people taking money out of the economy and locking it away in a vault. Economies don't grow by people taking money and hiding it under their, their suitcases their mat or their uh, mattresses. And that's the, that's the big myth about the robber baron, about the evil rich people. You know, the Democrats always say the 1%, the millionaires, the billionaires, they have all this money and we got to spread it around. They don't have the money. They get the money and boom, they spend. You think you spend money quickly on a Friday night? You think you get that paycheck and burn it all quickly, quicker than anybody spends money? No. When millionaires and billionaires get money, they don't keep it because they, they realize it's pointless. It's worthless. They don't keep it in a vault that does nothing for them. They send it out there to make more money. They buy apartment buildings. They buy houses. They start businesses. They invest. They buy stocks. They buy advertising. They buy whatever they can to make more money. They want their money to make them more money, and they want it to reproduce. You can't reproduce by sitting locked in a room. You got to get out there. I mean, you know, it's just like people. You're not going to reproduce just locking yourself in the room and not interacting with anybody. You got to go out to the bars. You got to invest. You got to put on a nice suit, you know, and that's how you make more and more stuff. Um, and so that's the big, then, you know, and that's one of the big lies is that they tell you that, uh, you, you know, the billionaires are hoarding cash and the same goes for the middle class. The economy suffers when people save money, they want you. So really what would happen is if everybody had a better job and if everybody was confident that their job was going to be around for a while. They would make money. They would spend it. Invest. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying go out and buy stupid stuff, although stupid stuff really does help the economy as well. I mean, if you're buying, you know, if you're buying really dumb things, somebody's making money off of you. Um, but, you know, what you do is you go out and you and you spend that money and that's how the economy grows. That's how the consumer price index grows. That's how everything grows. That's how jobs are created. Jobs are not created when people save money. Jobs are created when you go out and spend and the more you spend, the more jobs are created. And then we get more tax revenue and that kind of, it's a very easy, simplistic thing to see. The Democrats don't see it. Also, they don't want to see it because they want the economy to collapse. Um, so Joe Biden's out there lying like it's 1974, not realizing that we can fact check like it's 2022. And that's a big problem for him. In fact, 
you know, it, it's really interesting because something else happened this weekend. Speaking of investing, Kanye West, who's been in the news perpetually for the last couple of weeks, you know, he got thrown off of Instagram. He got thrown off of the Twitter. He got canceled by JP Morgan Chase. He was very unhappy. And all of this is because he said, uh, white lives matter, which doesn't seem like it should be a controversial statement, but in, you know, welcome to 2022 saying white lives matter will get you defunded by your bank and thrown off of social media. So he went and bought himself uh, his own social media platform, Parler. Kanye West agrees to buy conservative social media platform, Parler. You may remember Parler was one of the first social media platforms to get canceled. Parler got canceled way back in the day. They uh, were one of the first platforms that it was, it was kind of like the ambush of Silicon Valley. Uh, what happened with Parler was very similar to Donald Trump. Parler got thrown off of the Apple uh, iTunes store, kicked off of Google Play. And then when they went out and tried to do their own thing on their own server, we're using Amazon Web Services, Amazon shut them down. So Google, uh, Google ganged up on them and threw them out of their store. Apple ganged up on them, threw them out of their store. And then Amazon said, you can't even have a presence on the web. They had to go out and figure out their own web server. It was, I mean, they've really, and this isn't necessarily a bad thing. What this happened, and this, you know, a lot of other places have done this. Our buddies at Rumble, who are amazing, they've done something similar. Rumble has done something similar. Truth Social has done something similar. Parler has done something similar. They've been, they've gone out and they've created a framework or a structure, an ecosystem for conservative voices online to survive. And what that means is, that there is no way for liberals to just shut down these platforms anymore because they're independent. They're independent of Amazon Web Services. They're independent of Google and Apple. And while they still exist in their, in their stores and things like that, in their downloads, they can exist outside. And that's something that's very, very important um, because we're seeing more and more of this tyrannical social media left-wing, you know, just crushing of conservative voices. So Kanye West said he agreed to buy Parler. And he's, he's mad because these other platforms suspended him over what they called anti-Semitic posts. He says, in a world where conservative opinions are considered to be controversial, we have to make sure we have the right to freely express ourselves. Uh, in a, uh, the move comes after Yee was locked out of his Twitter. Uh, Yee's net worth is reportedly $2 billion. Much of his fortune comes from his Yeezy sneakers brand in partnership with Gap and Adidas. However, Yee severed business ties with Gap recently, and Adidas said it's also reviewing its business relationship with him. Uh, Parler is one of several right-wing friendly platforms to emerge during the Donald Trump era as the former president's supporters claim unfair treatment by Twitter and other apps. There's also Getter, which we're on, and Truth Social. Uh, so look, you've got, I mean, it's really interesting. When Donald Trump came into office, there were no conservative media outlets. There were no big tech companies or social media companies that served the uh, the right wing or the conservatives. Now there's a bunch and it's not because of Donald Trump. It's because of the media's reaction to Donald Trump. It's because of the left-wing socialist big tech companies' reaction to Donald Trump and his supporters and the, uh, the idea that they thought they could shut us all down. And they can't. And now you've got people investing. Like, again, Kanye West is not hoarding money. He's not out there saying the economy's bad. I'm saving my money. He's out there saying the economy's bad. I'm trying to speak out against what makes his economy bad, a.k.a. Joe Biden and the Democrats. They're shutting me down, so I'm going to invest in Parler. And I'm going to create a company, much like Elon Musk is going to buy Twitter. Elon Musk is not hoarding his money. He's investing it in something that he thinks can make him more money and also make the world a better place. So really interesting stuff. Joe Biden's out there lying about how great the economy is. And you've got a bunch of other folks 
who are out there really trying to fix this economy and uh, save our free speech at the same time. So that's what's kind of that's what's kind of happening in the world today. Uh, we will, of course, we're on all these platforms. We're on Parler. We're on Getter. We're on run. I mean, we're lit. We try to be everywhere for the very same reason. Our YouTube got shut down last week. So we're, you know, thank God we're on. It did, we didn't even blink. We just moved on to the next platform. Is that OK? What are we you know what? We're still everywhere else. Great. Follow us on Twitch. Follow our Discord page, all these other places where you can follow the Marque Show. And of course, Locals, which is another one that's popped up in conjunction with Rumble. And we love Locals. In fact, I just posted our complete interview with Kat Kamek. A lot of folks were asking about that. You heard the podcast last week. You wanted to know, where's the interview? Well, it's up. It's up. It's, I was in Connecticut all weekend, so it took me a bit longer to edit, but it's up now. And you can go and you can watch the full 30-minute interview with Kat Kamek only on our Locals page. So go to markk.locals.com. Mark K dot locals.com and you can you can get yourself uh, a free membership or like i said you can invest because that's what rich people do you know you know nobody no economies don't grow by hoarding your money so invest a little bit of cash and now uh, you can get all of the unlocked content or all of the um i'm sorry the supporter only content unlocked and we have like i said a ton of videos every single day we're posting in there behind the scenes stuff tomorrow hannah and i are going to be doing another live stream post show. So definitely something to check out markk.locals.com.